Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. All right, yesterday afternoon at Suncorp Stadium, 30 years since this was a number one hit. Hey, we're the Broncos, and we're not horsing around. Hey, hey, we're too busy training. Hey, hey, trying to lift the Winfield crown. And they did just that in 1992. A man who was part of that, I don't know if he was part of that song and singing in the recording studio, is in this studio right now, Trevor Gilmeister, the Axe. Good morning to you. Benny, how bad was that? That was terrible. <laughs> that was Kevy, Kerrod and Alf? Yeah, that's it. The yeah. Ipswich connection. Yeah, oh, mate. Yeah. Did they ask you to come in and have a go? No, and I would have said no as well. Right, so. Well, give us a few bars now. No, thanks. You sure? Mate, you won't have any listeners if I start singing, <laughs> I'll tell you. Do you they, get, they get me to sing at Last Drinks, Ben. Yeah, all right. Well, speaking of which, how what time did Last Drinks finish last night? No, I had a, I had a great day, caught up with... Uh, See how he just dodged that question? No, just no, just no, but a quick no, sidestep and palm yeah, off. No, no, yeah. exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, no, no, we all had a couple of beers yesterday and uh, I had to go to another function, actually, so... Um, I left the boys uh, to their devices, and we've got a, a group, e, uh, tech, sorry, um, amongst us, and um, the few of the boys are a bit dusty this morning. So uh, yeah, it, was, it was a great day and, and, and topped off by a great Broncos uh, victory. It was, and the old boys, great to see them back in part of the fold because it wasn't always like that in recent times that the, the Broncos old boys and, and the club, but they have come back down now together, and, and yesterday was a fantastic day, 1992, 30 years since that grand final. Um, stories, Gilly? Uh, about the grand final? Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, what, I mean in the ones that were told yesterday that oh, had a bit of mayo on them, perhaps well, at yeah. Alan Cairns' try. I mean, he scored it from halfway, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Well, a rabbit stopped him. He'll run out of the stadium. Yeah, that was a uh, magnificent call. But when we were saying, myself, um, Terry Madison, Alan Cairns, the three back rowers linked up for, for his first try. Yeah. You'll never see that again because the back row was always right, left, and you know, in, in the middle of the ruck as well. So um, you'll never see that again. But um, Pearl did Pearl did remind me yesterday. He said, I've got a bone to pick with you. I oh. said, well, what? Well, what? He said, that the half time, he said, you come over to me. And I, and I vaguely remember it. And um, he said, I said to him, are you going to have a crack today? <laughs> <laughs> In other words, said, you've done nothing yeah, for 40 yeah. minutes. What and are you I, doing? And I, I said, and what happened then? He said, you just turned and walked away. I, I had no right or reply. Or so I said, I said, you just walked away. I said, oh, okay. Well, I said, it must have worked. You, you finally pulled your finger out in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> Scored one of the all-time great grand final tries. Standing on Ricky Wolford, how good was that? Now, what about the day before the grand final, Trevor? This yes. is, Scott Sattler alluded to this a little bit earlier when he was mentioning this story, but I said, well, let's get it from the horse's mouth. And it, horses were involved Grand final weekend, uh, you and Alan Langer on the way to the airport. What happens next? Well, myself 
and Alf uh, and Terry Madison, actually, the three of us owned some horses with the late, great Bruce McLaughlin. It's a long story, but, and Wayne was stressing to us all week about, you know, if you have a, you eat your steak on the Wednesday night, you've got your, you know, the, the normal routine you do, keep, keep to your routine. If you have a couple of beers, have a couple of beers and anyway, and we're leaving, we used to have the burger, um, Saturday morning, but we used to always catch about a 3.30 flight. Hmm. Um, and so you train Saturday morning, yeah, sa- captain's Saturday morning. run. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And, um, we'd leave and we were sponsored by Ansett those days as well. So we could just turn up five minutes before and, and, uh, you can't do that now. And, um, and Alf said, I'll pick you up at 11 o'clock. The first race is 1130. I said, no, 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 mate. You know, I said, mate, I'm not going. I said, we got a grand final on tomorrow. He it said, was Eagle Farm. Eagle Farm, yeah. yeah. And he said, uh, you heard Wayne, stick to your normal routine. So we used to do that all the time and we'd go for two or three races and then we'd go to the airport and um, it was on the way, Ben, you know what I mean? Anyway, so I said, no, I'm not going. I got, got in my car and I gone home and I knew he'd be coming. So I had my bag packed and, and here he is, two, two out the front and I come out and he said, oh, do you be ready? And I said, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway. So we go to the races. I said, oh, I put my bet on. I said, I'll meet you at the front of the grandstand. Um, you know, we'll watch the race. He said, and he didn't come out the race, you know, and I said, oh, he must've watched it on the TV inside. So, so I walked inside in the, into the betting ring and here's Elf laying down in the betting ring. And I see, I've pooed my pants, you know, I've just gone, holy moly, what's happened here? I'm thinking all things are going through my head. I'm thinking a mad St. George supporter is King hit him or you now something like this. And anyway, and, and, and there was a bloke over the top of him and I was, I was about to hit him actually. And, <laughs> and he, and one of the blokes grabbed me, one of the bookies uh, grabbed me and said, Gilly, what are you doing? I said, mate, he hit Elf. He said, no. He said, he, the old steel bookies hook they used to use when it rained used to be like an awning. And he, and anyway, and they had that up half up and Elf put the bet on. He said, he made, he, he put the bet on, he went to race out to see you at the front and he ran straight into the steel bookie hook. And he hates the sight of blood, Elf. True story. And he, mate, you've had bigger shaving cuts, honestly, <laughs> on your on your on your eyebrow. And he, and he looked at it, and he passed out. And he was on the ground anyway. And I'm going, holy moly, Wayne's going to kill me. You know oh, that? I don't know. Why? What do you mean? Your captain and and leading yeah. and leading yeah. player has knocked himself out yeah. a day yeah. before a grand final. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing can go wrong. Um, <laughs> anyway, and so so we. We, I drove his car to the airport and parked his car and got on the, we got on the plane and Wayne, Wayne used to like to sit in the middle of the plane about the aisle row so he can keep an eye on everyone, you know. So I remember we got into the, onto the plane, I got our bags and put them in the, in the overhead locker and yeah. I said, get in there, shut up, don't say anything, you know. And he went, and he went yeah, 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 yeah. I said, get some, some waters and anyway, don't tell any of the boys, we know I'll put them off their game, you know what I mean. Yeah. And he went, yeah. how, how, how was he at this point? I know, he's, he's, he was coming good now then yeah. so and I said oh everything all right and Wayne Wayne poked his head out and he said oh Gilly everything going all right and I said yeah Wayne everything's going great mate <laughs> well, you bloody do <laughs> anyway and I closed the locker and anyway and I so all good Elf's going good pumped some water he had a little bit of a sleep on the plane we got to the uh, Brighton the Sands where we used to stay and we had a big room big meeting room having dinner lunch and oh sorry dinner and um a fellow was trying to set up the tech bloke was set, trying to set up the old DVD those days, you know what I mean? And, um, the video and, uh, I've gone, I'm looking anyway, the, the normal TV's up anyway, we're eating dinner. We hear this news flash, news flash. Alan Lanker's been knocked out, knocked out at Eagle Farm Racecourse. 
<laughs> and Wayne goes, Gilly, I'd like to have a word. <laughs> I'm going, mate, that was it my fault? He had a shocker. He scored two tries and got the Clive Churchill. And I said to him after the game, I should, I should knock you out every time before. Well, the, the reason that the reason that even happened, and the reason Wayne Bennett even found out, because you did very well to keep it Channel under wraps. 7. Well, exactly. Paddy Paddy yeah. Welsh had a, yeah. a camera down at the races on, and the cameraman said, "Oh, there's a, I've got a shot of that um, one of the Broncos." The little blonde oh, fella, the little blonde fella. <laughs> yeah. and the cameraman had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was from Tassie, wasn't he, or something? He was, yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. from out of space because yeah, he, yeah. he had no idea who Alan Langer was the day before a grand final. And and Pack goes, "Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good to go into the package." He goes, "Yeah, he, he knocked himself out," and yeah. it was like. What? Yeah, and yeah. and again, how that even travelled down to Sydney? Well, the halfback knocking himself out the day before oh. grand final was uh, yeah news. So you almost got away with the perfect crime, Gilly. Mate, it was it was. Oh, I, I tell you, it's it probably the most nervous I've ever been. <laughs> like after, like I never used to get too nervous before a game, but I was nervous after he knocked himself out. I can tell you. I can imagine they played all right yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, played well. Uh, it was good to the see baby Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played. I mean. Both teams had a few out, and mate, the Broncos had more out than St George. Hmm. Um, well, they, they had they had thirteen of their top thirty unavailable, be yeah. it through injury or, or through origin. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where your depth is really, really tested. But the best thing is you got blokes like Adam Reynolds, Ryan James, seasoned players. Hmm. Where, where in previous years they've had no um, senior players on the field, you know, and and that mate, it just plays a huge part about. Um, confidence in, in the young fellas, the, the blokes around them go, oh, oh, we might miss a few. Oh, yeah, Adam Reynolds is here. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, no worries. And, Ryan James, 164 games before yesterday. Yeah. Everyone else in the pack around him combined, yeah. 128. Yeah. So it was a very young team. And, and Zach Hosking, who you yeah, played Zach, against Dad. Yep. Mill, I yeah. seen him on Saturday mm. and uh, uh, I was having a good yarn to him at training. Yeah, he's a great fella. And uh, he's not the big Mill anymore. He's, he used to be a bit big unit. He's uh, lost a lot of weight and uh, looks really good. What did uh, you like of young Zach? I mean, it was his first time in NRL yeah. and he plays 80 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And it made it, it was fantastic effort, you know, and it goes to show you now that when, you, when, when you've got a good club, right, mm. you've got plenty of pressure on from other players coming through. And, and, and I remember Elf saying to us in 92, 93, there was nine or 10 of us never missed a game in two years. You know, mate, so but we, they had reserve grade those days as well. So there was always pressure on. So, and I think that's great. You know, uh, KB Hetherington had a, had a really good game as well. Um, oh, yeah, I, I like like the way that they, they they gelled. You know, it looked like they played together for, for ages, you know. And, exactly. And, and St. George were um, a little bit uh, disappointing in a few errors and, and turned it over. But the Broncos forced the O's errors. Queensland backs against the wall. Cameron Munster, he's out. We yep. know that Murray Talalungi is out. Who wears... The famous number six jersey for Queensland is it Tom Dearden going straight in, or would you put Ben Hunt there? Well, uh, I, I I'd probably go with Tommy Dearden. Mm. Um, he's been playing great for the Cowboys, uh, and, and I think Benny Hunt's so versatile. Um, if something doesn't work out or someone gets injured, Benny can go into those halves uh, position if needed. Um, but they've worked really well, um, Benny Hunt and um, Harry Grant. Mm. You know that tag team in. Uh, Tag teaming seemed to uh, go pretty good, especially in that first game. And Ben Hunt moving into lock two. I love having the yeah. idea of having three playmakers on the field yeah. at once. Yeah. Two halves plus uh, plus Ben Hunt when he comes back. Yeah, uh, mate, I, I just want to see our our forwards um, dominate a bit more like they did in the first game. Maybe a bit of complacency come in. I'm not sure, but it's uh, full house at Suncorp Stadium. Like, geez, it doesn't get any better than that. You know, it's you know. 
fair dinkum. It's the hairs on your neck are standing up, you know, waiting for to you know hear that crowd. Sam has texted through. He said, "NRL teams should go back into COVID bubbles to make sure the season gets done on schedule. We need to keep players safe. We need to keep the game going. We want footy, Gilly." Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Mm. Um, that a lot of the players weren't real keen on the bubbles, you know what I mean? So after a while, and they, they probably thought it was their last one, you know, last year. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just couldn't imagine being in a bubble with Elf for six weeks or something. So, yeah. <laughs> well, no, hang on, you, you will have to be at the end of this year because yeah. you are part of Mel Meninga's yeah. team now, the Kangaroos. Um, yeah. As I said, Australia's Minister of Defence. And kangaroo jerseys, how much will Wednesday night's game and this series – play into that? Oh, Benny, everyone's been tippy-toeing around all this type of stuff at the moment. They don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. For mine, you play for Queensland or New South Wales, your first priority is to play for Australia. Or you get picked for Australia, okay? No dramas. If you don't get picked for Australia, you can go to the second-tier nations or you can play for your country of choice. But your number one priority is to play for Australia. Um, You know, and, and, and I... And the players aren't doing the wrong thing because they're the rules at the moment. So for, for mine, the NRL um, should have said at the start of this year, you know, you're playing for Australia or, you know, so they set the ground rules early. You play for Queensland or New South Wales, you've got to be picked for Australia. Well, Brian Toho's already yeah. come out and said he wants to, or he's going to play for Samoa. He's pledged his allegiance. Yeah. So this is what the rules say yeah. at this point in time. We won't know where Josh Papalihi, where Junior Paulo, Stephen Crichton, Jerome Luai. They're, yeah. they're going to wait till after the series to pledge their allegiance. But the expectation is that Crichton and Luai are going to be playing um, for Samoa as well. Are, are you saying, Gilly, that unless they pledge their allegiance to Australia, they can't play Origin? Well, possibly, yeah. I mean, like it's. I know it's. We're opening up in a can of worms, and I, and I've heard ex players and blokes who are they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because they're still aligned to the game, right? And I'm aligned to the game as well. But mate, the number one priority as a kid for me, honestly, when I was eight, nine year old, and I used to watch all the games, and and that I wanted to play for Queensland and I want to play for Australia. I mean, so, and that's mate, and and I, that's never changed. Mm. You know, what I mean, so. Uh, down the track, it's the. But as I said, I'm not having to go on Brian Toho and those blokes because the rules aren't in place for them to say that. You know what I mean? So if you can't, if you can't play for, you don't get picked for Australia. Go and play for the for your country, your choice. No, no problem at all. Pledge your allegiance to Australia yeah, first, yeah, and then if you don't get picked, you go. I think that's the smart way to play it. Well, Surely, if you're pulling on a maroon or blue jersey. Australia, the Kangaroos, has got to be your number well, one priority because now you, or at least Mal and the yeah. selectors, and I know that you'll be talking to him and he talks to you, yeah. you have to try and work out a team, but who knows who's going to be playing and, and, and so who you can pick from. Yeah. And how embarrassing would it be to pick someone like a Jerome Luai and, and he goes, out. yeah, I yeah. want to play for someone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I know Mal is, uh, he just wants blokes who are passionate to play for Australia. Mm. If you're Amin and Ari, he won't pick you. So um, and you know and, and I got I'd, I I support him one hundred percent on that as well. Like as I said, there's like especially think like I was so refreshed and and, and uh, reinvigorated to see Tom Gilbert the other night. You know yeah. I mean like he just he made he was in tears. You know I mean getting his Queensland jersey. I mean they're the blokes you want to play for your country as well. You know and and that's 
You know, that's re- refreshing for me uh, to see that. And some people say about the money, right? Okay, yeah, no dramas. Well, I think they get 15 grand now. They used to get 30,000 for Origin. And there's the money comes involved in, uh, there as well. But, I mean, you, you, I'll go back to 95, and, and it's a different world. You know, the, the players in 95, they come in, the like, didn't even know they were getting paid. Didn't care. You know what I mean? So I know it's a different world. Uh, but And you get paid... Uh, you know, pretty good to um, uh, for Australia. Mm. So I mean, and so you should be. You're representing your country. So I mean, and I know a lot of sports don't get paid well. I understand that as well. But mate, yeah, it's it's a, it's a real they're tiptoeing on eggshells. They don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, Ben. But if they put the rules in place at the start of the year, we wouldn't have this uh, you know talking point. Thirteen, thirteen, fifty-five. Has Gilly got a point? Should you pledge your allegiance before Origin comes around, even before the year start? There, so there's no confusion because right now it's not only state of origin, mm. but it is state of confusion. How much will Wednesday night play into World Cup jerseys, which you've got the rest of the season and final series yeah. to play out? So, what w- what holds more weight, Gilly? Oh, we used to the years ago. We used to play straight after the Origin series. We used to play uh, against New Zealand, so we'd pick a side straight away. But now it comes into final series. Uh, that plays a, a big part as well because they got their game ready. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we we used to have lead up games. Uh, so if we didn't, the, the, some of the best players whose teams got knocked out years ago, we'd go to uh, PNG or Fiji and we'd play some uh, games while the semi final series was, was it like on. a Prime Minister's yeah, thirteen? That's yeah. exactly right. And um, he wanted my job, the Prime Minister. Anyway, but, but it was... <laughs> Did I, you want his job? I sorted him out. No, no, no. <laughs> the Minister no, of Defence will, just, the minister of defense will sit with you, fine. I don't want that job. But, you know, but, but then, then we'd have some warm-up games. And at like now, I've been told, we're basically going straight into, into the series, so to uh, the World Cup. And, mate, you can get knocked out. You know mm. what I mean? So uh, there won't be too many warm-up games by the sound of it. Who should be captain of Australia? Mm. Well, that's a tough one, isn't it? Because I'm, um, I'm sure it was Boyd Cordner who was the last was. in yeah, yeah, 2019. Yeah. So, yeah. again, does does captaining your state mm. well, pull a, like how much weight well, does that pull? Well, and, and then it comes down to what well, DCE or Tedesco? Well, well, for for mine at the moment, because he's been there in the Australian jersey for quite a while, and he's done his stripes as well. And it's, and it's um, take your take your Queensland hat off. Um, as well, uh, I think Tedesco probably mm. will get the job, uh, and he, he's he's shown he's been at the Roosters, you know, uh, while whilst Boyd Cordner and Jake Friend were the, both the skippers, and they both got, uh, you know, taken out of the game with through head knocks, yeah. and then Tedesco's taken over and done a superb job there. So, um, but I mean, he'll probably be uh, the skipper, I'd say. I don't know that though. I haven't heard anything, but I'm, I'm, I'm only surmising. And then the we're reading into that as well. I mean, the two number sevens. Yeah. Um, is Cleary ahead of DCE? Well, possibly. And if you make DCE captain, I mean, it's well, almost there's a selection yeah. dilemma you've, yeah. you've got to I create. Mean, so. I mean, it's yeah, it's a it's a good headache to have, mm. you know, for Mel. Um, so I mean, I I think yeah, the halves mate, the third game is going to play a huge part. You know, what I mean, and we're all saying that um, Penrith are going to go well and truly deep into the finals, you know, and a big chance of winning it again, going back to back. So maybe the Penrith connection there as well might play a big part as well. Yeah, selection, especially when you have to bring them together. They, it's, it, it's a short time, and, isn't it? And 
if not having too many warm-up games as well. Yep. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that club connection does help. All right, final word on Origin. Last week you were telling us it's you just got to put Cleary on his backside every time he gets the ball, a bit like Tarek Sims and Adam mm. Reynolds yesterday. Every time he gets the ball, you just got to... But don't get shin bin. No. <laughs> <laughs> what else needs to happen for us to win Wednesday no, night? No. Is it tailor-made for Queensland, Gilly? The it adversity, is. the oh, yeah. losing Munster, you know, the yeah. COVID chaos, last-minute disruption. And I'm hearing, you know, you know, mates are texting me, oh, you're no chance without Munster. And I said, oh, yeah, we've heard that before. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, You were no chance against 12 internationals yeah, in 95. Yeah, exactly right. So, I mean, it's right up our alley, isn't it, really? Um, they'll, they'll write us off. And, mate, I... I can't tell you how much that Suncorp uh, atmosphere and that, you know, will will help. It's amazing. But you've got to go out there and perform. There's no doubt about that. Yep. Uh, I just like to see our, our forwards just dominate again like they did in that first game. Uh, they were just sensational. Got over the advantage line easy. The, the quick play of the balls was sensational. And I'm, I'm expecting a, a huge game from Josh Papali. He, he, he's set it himself. He's been a bit quiet. And, he, and hasn't played the minutes he normally plays as well. So I expect him to have a huge game. I'm I'm a, I'm a Lindsay Collins fan. Mm. Uh, you know I like 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 the way he goes about things. He he doesn't really care about his body or anything like that. And he's head and have a little. Well, Who does that remind you of, Trevor? Well, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got a bet, better better looking head than mine. But <laughs> uh, but yeah yeah I'm really looking forward to see, you know seeing yeah. those first five minutes. You know that. Hopefully we can dominate and, and get over the top. Well, hopefully they have that fire lit. Papa Leahy and uh, also Lindsay Collins, yeah. Nathan Cleary, look out because when a bloke called Tom Gilbert gets on, he's oh. going to be just aiming him up. It's going to be an absolute belter. You'll hear it here on SENQ. That's right. The Origin Decider, Wednesday night at Suncorp Stadium. Gilly, always a pleasure. We'll Cheers, do it again Benny. next Monday. It's Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening. You can catch the show live on air on your app or online. It's 693 SENQ. Every Monday morning. Morning from nine. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.